Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross, and this episode is titled Your Money Identity. What is your money identity? It's a, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this episode because I've seen so many people living into an identity that doesn't serve them when it comes to wealth, like tons. So I'm going to talk to you about that on this episode, and I want to challenge you to look at your money identity Look at how you're approaching your identity when it comes to wealth. And we'll unpack it a little bit. There's a few big major questions to ask yourself in your life. And most things when it comes to money are behavioral, right? It's usually some underlying thing that's happened to you in your past. Um, It's your environment. It's your thoughts and feelings. It's your behaviors and habits that actually help you create wealth, right? And expand your mindset, your money mindset and so forth. So, Money is 20% knowledge and 80% behavior, okay? So this is the behavior side of it, and I want to talk to you about the, your money identity because I think it really, it's ineffective for a lot of people when they're trying to build wealth because they're living in the wrong, wrong identity, trying to be someone else when, in fact, they ought to change their identity first. And change is very difficult, okay? A lot of people want change, but no one's prepared to change. You know why? Because change requires you to ask questions of yourself and admit that you are not perfect, and very few people want to do that. Yeah, it hurts. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm not perfect. Wow, I've got these shortcomings, you know? And really owning it and saying, well, maybe I, I, I need to change some areas here. And I, I think of folks who, I mean, myself personally, when I went through a transformation in health, I didn't. I wasn't someone that went to the gym. I wasn't someone that owned a pair of trainers. I wasn't into health. I wasn't even eating well. I mean, I was in okay shape because I'm a skinny dude, but by nature, and, uh, and I just wasn't. But when I started eating better and working out and you know, going to the gym, I ended up competing in bodybuilding. And my whole identity went from someone who spent far too much time in the pub, far too much time eating the wrong thing, no running, no exercising, just all about business and property and all that sort of stuff I was in and shares. And that was my, that was it, right? That was my passion. To this person who was literally standing on stage winning bodybuilding titles. I mean, my whole identity shifted to someone of health and it stayed there. So I actually changed my habits, changed, you know, things I was putting into my body and I started to build this new identity and I and I built a new identity to the point where people were sending me gym stuff all the time like it was just it was just a remake and you can do that when it comes to money um, I think back to when I first started learning about finance and money and so forth I mean in the early days of when I was a teenager I picked up a few money books but it wasn't until I went through corporate finance and things like that where I realized that I didn't have a great grasp on finance I did this topic in my master's called, um, it just would have been a corporate finance subject in my master's. And I wasn't great at it. I mean, I passed, I got a credit for it, but I wasn't great at it. I didn't really understand it. And I remember I did an exchange to Canada for my law, when I was in my law degree. And there was an elective there called corporate finance. And I was like, I need to take that again. And I need to, to do this well. And so I went and I studied it better and I committed to it. And I got uh, you know, a B, I think, or, or, or a distinction for that. And I started to learn more about it. The reason why I wanted to is because I didn't understand it. And then eventually I learned more and I picked up more and I started to do the hard things. I started to 
understand numbers better. I started to, you know, look at the mathematical equations better. I started to actually focus on finance, economics, money, financial statements, and I took the CFA charter test, which is the hardest exam in Wall Street. I, there's three levels. There's six hours each. They only offered once a year. The pass rate's about 30% at all levels, and I'm currently on level three. So I took that because I threw myself at money. I threw myself at finance. I threw myself at investing. The reason being is because I didn't want anyone to know more about money and finance than me because I didn't want anyone to pull the wool over my eyes because all I heard was stories about this person giving that person money and they lost it all or this person saying this thing that wasn't true and they lost it all or this person's accountant did this and they lost it all. So I have had lots of stories, encountered lots of stories like that and I didn't want to be a statistic. So I thought to myself, well, if I can be my best financial planner, if I can learn more about money and finance than than 99.99999% of people on earth, I'll be in a pretty good spot. And that's why I threw myself at it. So I started to transform myself as someone who probably spent too much money. You know, I, I, you know, I wasn't great with money. No one's born great with money. To someone who, you know, was spending too much, probably had too much credit card debt, you know, and to someone who was a better saver, to someone who was a better investor, to someone who started out not so good at that, into someone who's really good at that. And it took me time and effort and to do that. But I changed my whole identity when it came to money and investing. And no, my parents never sat me down, ever, and said, this is how money works. They never said, this is how investing works, because they didn't know. Because they didn't come from money. They didn't. They didn't. So they never sat me down and had that conversation. You might think they did, but they never had it. Because I, people all the time say to me, Lloyd, I never learned about money in school. Well, guess what, champ? Neither did I, right? No one does. So get that, get rid of that, and just start yourself. No one sat me down and taught me money, really. Okay, there's a couple of stories I've encountered where people have showed me a couple of things, but no one actually. I was all it was self-taught, seriously, self-taught, self-read, self-taught, self-experienced. Okay, had some mentors along the way that I encountered, but I sought it. I sought them out. Um, so no one really sat down and showed. So I decided to make turn myself into someone who had the identity of someone who's great with money. And what's great about that is when you're someone who's got an identity around health, you're someone who's got an identity around wealth, and you're someone who's got an identity around great relationships, I mean, your whole life is amazing. And and you live into that new identity. So I don't. I am the way I am with money now because I have a specific identity that I love and I want to uphold. So I, it commands my, my habits. It, it, it kind of dictates my habits. Same as my health. I can't go and get massively overweight. I mean, that's just it's not my identity, right? So, so here's here's the thing. What it, what identity are you living into when it comes to your money? Because the other day we were driving. Only a couple of days ago on the weekend we went up to a leadership retreat. And the Sunshine Coast, and we're driving up there, and Alicia points out that there's this uh, number plate in front of us, a car with a number plate, and it says, broke as, right, broke as. And I thought to myself, that's interesting, like their identity is someone who's broke. And they're so living into that identity that they've actually put a number plate on their car that says, hey, I'm broke. And I think a lot of people, in particularly in Australia, there's this identity that life is a struggle, that they're an, what they call a little Aussie battler, that everything in their life is a battle, they're a little Aussie battler, they're doing it tough, they're, you know, they're working hard, they're doing 12-hour days, they can't meet their mortgage repayments, they've got they're, they're clothes, they've got holes in them, oh, it's tough, and I'm battling on, I'm grinding, I'm a grinder, I'm a battler, I'm a survivor, 
All right, people that say that, they're like, I'm a survivor. I'm like, well, why aren't you a thriver? I know I'd prefer to be a thriver than a survivor. I think survival is like the the, the, the elementary, the beginning stages of, of of success. It's not it's not the it's not what you want to achieve. I don't want to. Oh, I'm a survivor. What a great achievement, right? I mean, that that's 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 on the lower end of the spectrum. I want to be on the top end. So the whole idea of of money identity is shifting it so that you're not living into this broke Aussie battling identity. Okay. And how do you do that? Well, the first step is obviously making a decision to change the identity. And once you change your identity, it's hard to change it back. So it's like, this is going to be a really worthwhile exercise for you to do. So here's some things you can think about that will change your identity. Okay. I mean, obviously you want to have, be someone who's got money in the bank in their bank account, not living off credit cards, obviously. So there's some things, some money things you have to sort out to do that. And if you want to know how to do that, we've, I've done an episode here called Creating a Money Plan. Go check that out. And then it's it's like like actually dressing like someone who makes money too. I'm not suggesting that's the be all and end all and go out and buy all this Louis Vuitton and Versace stuff. No, but respectfully dress well, make your bed, have a clean car, have a clean home, um, and give, give some money. Don't just keep it all to yourself. Shout some people some things sometimes. Give tips, live into... Um, live into the person who can give because they're wealthy, right? Within reason. And start to change your identity around money. Start to read books about money. Start to talk more about money, right? There's a there's a girl that I, uh, you know, in our business and she started just talking about money and all of a sudden her whole identity is now shifting towards money. So talking about it more, reading the books about it, hanging around people who want to talk about it, who make money, uh, learning about it, of course, and and just kind of being that person that you want to be when it comes to money. So perhaps there's someone you can model and Matt, maybe there's a friend of yours who's, you know, got wealth and just watch the way they work. Watch the way they watch their discipline. They're usually healthy. They usually clean, you know, things are in order because money follows order. Okay. And you usually they've got great relationships because money is a byproduct of giving value, right? So they often give great value to other people. So these are the types of the you know more subjective, more uh, nuances of building a money identity than just having money in the bank, right? Just start thinking about how can I transform myself from someone who's a battler, someone who's in survival, someone who's a victim, to someone who's a thriver and a victor. And it's usually just a few brief small changes that's done consistently over time, okay? And my dad said this to me once. He said, you know, broke broke is just a mindset. Because he, in times where he's been broke, he's been a millionaire in his attitude, how he dresses, what he says, his language, who he talks to. He was still a millionaire even when he, when he had no money. So your identity has got nothing to do necessarily with the exact amount of money you have in your bank account, as long as there's a little bit. But it's just go and build this identity to then live into it because... I agree. Broke is just a mindset. And I think too many people are glorifying being broke. It's almost like a rite of passage. Oh, I'm a broke uni student. Well, be a rich uni student. There's a guy called Lee Lu. He literally manages Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger's money. He's like the Warren Buffett of China, unbelievable value investor and worth million, billions now, I think. And when he was at uni, he took his tuition fees. He got a scholarship. He took his tuition scholarship fees. He invested it in the stock market correctly. 
because he learned and he spent the time doing it. And he made, I think, a million bucks while he was a student. So you don't have to live into that broke mentality, okay? And I think too many people want to be Mother Teresa where she has, you know, no money, I'm just helping everyone, right? Just martyring yourself. That's also not effective. So I think just thinking about, well, what type of, what sort of identity do you want to have around money? And I'm certain it's not someone who wants to be broke. And I think too many people are moving into that because it's like this, it's a self-worth thing, right? They just feel like, well, if I'm broke, then I, you know, I'm, I'm a battler and everyone can else do anything, do everything for me. And they take pity on themselves. That's a really bad spot to be in. It's not going to help anyone for you to be in that spot. So if you're someone who's taking a doll check and you have no children and you're a young, strong male and you're taking actual tax money, you got to sort that out ASAP, right? This is a kick up the ass. And it's a, that, that, that welfare income is for people who need it desperately. And it's not to stay on, it's to move off. It's a new start, not new stay. Uh, so I think getting it, changing your money identity and breaking out of that I'm broke mentality is is really important. And you can just do a few things, like I said, to, to change your money identity. You really can. You, you, you can live into that new identity immediately. You don't, there's this thing called be, do, have, right? Most people are have, do, be. So when I have a million dollars, I'll do what millionaires do and then I'll be a millionaire. No, you flip it and you say, well, I'll, I'll, I'll be a millionaire now and I'll do the things millionaires do now and then I'll have a million dollars later. And that's the truth. You've got to set in, in place like faith steps to move towards something you can't see yet. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of building it and creating this new money identity for yourself. A rich wealth identity. Why can't you have that identity instead of a broke, on your butt, like grinding, battling person? That's really, when someone says, oh, I'm battling away, I'm like, oh, God, you poor thing. Like, I don't really want to be around those people. They just drain you. They're, they're drains, not pumps. Okay, you want to be around pumps, people that pump you up. So if you want to attract attract wealth into your life, start being that person that, that, that can do that. All right, and I know that battlers can't do it. That's you notice that battlers just always have just bad luck, just bad luck, bad luck. Oh, there's something else happening. That's because they're just in that in that identity. It's just going to follow them around. So I would love to see someone like yourself, who's got not a number number plate broke as, but someone who's, you know, wealth is your new identity. Think about the things you can do to generate that identity even before you have the money, because if you have the identity, you'll live into it. And money will flow to you. So I hope that helps. But that's the money identity, uh, and I'm, I'm I'm certain it's going to help a lot of you guys for sure. And if you felt like you got to get a bit of a kick up the butt to get off the off any welfare payments, go for it, and then never get them on them again. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's just a bit of a clincher to finish there. But if you're enjoying the show, give us a shout out on Instagram. Um, share the show; it'd be amazing. And also leave us a comment and a review. And if you want me to do a particular episode, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Lloyd James Ross is my handle. And I'll come on and do an episode specifically for you. And I'll give you a shout out. All right. Awesome. Talk to you guys soon. See you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss.